Solar Panel, The Phoenix Sun Show. Hey there, hi there, ho there. You are watching the Solar Panel on a Sunday morning. We <laughs> The day after Christmas, thank you all for joining us on the Solar Panel. And I have a couple of super guests today co-host or main host primary host of their own <laughs> son's podcast three of we are we now represent three of the 500 sons podcasts <laughs> out there uh the best three but three of and i appreciate you guys joining me today i've got darth voida john voida who runs the sons jam podcast how you doing darth fantastic and thank you for having me dave oh <laughs> I appreciate it, man. People are watching on YouTube. He gave the look of the hello. Hey. hey At least there. I didn't do what Justin just did. He did the Chris Collinsworth like, hey, Al. He slid <laughs> it to frame. And it's going to happen more than once, too. I guarantee that. Yeah, is uh, Justin, uh, otherwise known as So Says Jay on the internets. And uh, <laughs> Justin, the the... I don't know what we call you as the podcast host of the Fanning the Flames podcast. Is that the, uh, is that the, I don't know, man, the master of ceremonies I mean, there? I'm not oh, sure. Well, because actually, 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 I mean, I, I felt like you were making it more complicated than it needed to be, but then you went with the whole master of ceremony thing, and that actually has a nice ring to it. So master yes, I actually, actually, Dave, if you could refer to me as the master of ceremonies from Fanning the Flames from now on, that'd be fantastic. <laughs> I'm not sure if we'd call uh, Fanning the Flames a ceremony, but it's certainly it's a something. Show. It's an event. It's an experience. Any it's an experience. That much it is. Is an event. That's for sure. So anyway, thank you. this is and thank you for morning. having me. You're welcome. This is the morning after Christmas. Um, <clears throat> the Phoenix Suns finally lost another game, and immediately in our comments section, people are basically saying, blow it up, trade for better <laughs> players. And Iverson vlogs his first, second comment in here is, why don't we just purposely lose in the first round so we don't get embarrassed by the Warriors in the playoffs? This is a great way to start Reasonable. the after Christmas. Yeah, the Grinch showed up. I thought the Grinch was supposed to go back into his cave for another year. But he came in, and he's called Iverson Vlogs. <laughs> How's it going? Good morning, chatters. This is the Solar Panel. You are you are watching the Solar Panel. We do obviously this show. We do a midweek show, and for most midweeks, um, and uh, we are missing Zona Hoops today. He is traveling with family through the first of the year, so I got some special guest stars. Uh, to join me and make it even better. No offense to Brandon, but you know what? You guys are going to knock the socks off of this podcast. Uh, we are going to recap this week's games. I'm going to ask these guys some true or false questions that I'm sure are entirely serious. We're going to discuss all-star status of all of our players, and then we're going to preview next week's game. And uh, Justin just got up and left again. Uh, you know how this works? We usually just stay on the mic. So the what you, you got to understand, Dave, is that Justin is used to recording a podcast and then editing said podcast and releasing said podcast, whereas you and I both do live stream shows and then we scrape yeah. the audio and then we put them on our respective podcast feed. So this is just a little different for Justin. We have to navigate this through with him and just kind of show him well, the way. And you, can, and you can see in his face, he's got the face for podcasting. <laughs> oh. <audio. laughs> Zinged? 
You know, Dave, I, I mean, I'll, we'll let the video speak for itself. People can agree with you or disagree with you. That's all entirely up to them. Although I will say my camera is far less uh, of, of less quality than the other two gentlemen. So if you are judging me, take that into account. Thank you. We He's have 364 days until we can get you a new Christmas present. And it will yeah. be right. a webcam that's like 20 bucks at Best Buy. You would think after five, six, I don't know how many years I've been doing my podcast on Bright Side of the Sun, Dave would have got me by now some sort of gift of a, of a, of a webcam that makes me look uh, more, more appealing to, to people who might be viewing. I mean, if anything, well, with, it helps the website the too, right? You make on the Bright Side podcast. <laughs> you network, should be able to purchase your own. You should be I should able have to a dozen of them. I should have a dozen. Yeah. I spend you my money. Stay- you could probably uh, afford a dozen. $20 webcams from a year's worth of income from the Fanny and the Flames, right? <laughs> no. I mean, yeah. Uh, I, no. Dave, I think everybody knows that my Fanning the Flames income goes to sending random fans Taco Bell in Kansas City and other various locations at St. Louis. I don't remember some various locations throughout the, the country. That's that's what I do with my Fanning the Flames money. Gotcha. Just for the record. For the Just, record. Yeah, we got you. We got you. I, I'm here, and we're not talking about the Suns at all, just like we do on Fanning the Flames, which is I know, fantastic. For people who I are love this. Listeners of Fanning the Flames, yeah. you're, you're feeling right, right at home right now. <laughs> Whereas Darth, the listeners of the the Darth Voida podcast, the Suns Jam with Matthew Lissy, uh, you're a little out of water because you're not talking immediately after a Suns game right now. Yeah, so it's a little, are you a okay that the game didn't just end? It's well, I mean, one, it's seven o'clock my time on the I'm in the on the Pacific Coast, the PST or whatever it is. Uh, so, yeah, I'm, I'm used to kind of going through a whole day and trying to navigate emotions and then immediately talk right after them. So this is really <laughs> kind of an interesting experience processing an entire day, because not only did the Suns lose last night, then you had the Cardinals lose, too. So, like, I feel like maybe I was naughty for Christmas and that was my gift from Santa. Because, you know, like all Suns fans, I think we were just and, and all fans of Arizona sport. It was just kind of a disappointing day yesterday. So I've had, <laughs> I've now had over twelve hours to process those emotions versus yeah. having to process those emotions three minutes after the game and pressing the go live button. So this is different. Yeah, this is definitely a little bit different. I'll tell you that. Um, we uh, we got to think about it overnight, and some of us are still worked up, like Iverson Boggs in the chat, um, are still worked up from the loss. Imagine how worked up he was. I don't know if he joins the Suns Jam podcast after games, but, I mean, if we're talking sometimes, about trading sometimes. the team and all that, yeah. So, okay. Well, let's get into the show. First thing we're going to do is recap games. We'll end with a talk about what we took away from the Warriors' loss on Christmas Day. But before that, during this past week, were three wins. The Suns beat the Hornets, the Suns beat the Lakers, and they beat the Thunder. Not the biggest competition in the world, despite what Lakers fans want us to think about their team. Now they're suddenly just saying none of this regular season stuff matters. Well, it does matter if you're on a five-game losing streak and you're not going to make the playoffs. Then it starts to matter. Um, But anyway, what do you guys think of those three wins versus the – Warriors lost. Let's talk about the three wins first. What was your takeaway from this week's games? Uh, we'll start with you, Justin. Uh, you know, I, I mean, the three wins that we had this week were three wins that you expect the Suns to have, right? Uh, that's something that I think we've been seeing more of than we've seen even last year was 
the team going into games that we expect them to win, even when there might be reasons for them not to win, but still pulling out the W, mm-hmm. right? We've seen, and, and now I think, and we'll, I know we'll get to the Warriors game, but I think it's one of the things that hit them yesterday is, is kind of playing down to the competition. Because obviously the Warriors were shorthanded yesterday, and we've seen in the past the Suns tend to play down to their competition. Maybe that's what happened with us yesterday. But at the end of the day, again, you have those games where you expect them to win. Those were three games that they had earlier this week in Charlotte, in L.A., and in the OKC game. They won all three of them. That's exactly what they should be doing. So that should be encouraging, notwithstanding the result of yesterday's game. Now, the OKC game got a little a little, little closer, a little dicier than, than I think I, I had personally wanted. Um, but, you know, again, ultimately, it's a matter of winning those games. Whether they win them by one, whether they win by 30, it doesn't matter uh, because you need those wins to position yourself for a playoff run like they did last year. And I think they're going to position themselves again, uh, again, notwithstanding the loss yesterday, uh, this year for another long playoff run. So those three wins taking care of business. That's the way I see it. Yeah, definitely. TCOB, right? I mean, that's what they're supposed to do. They're supposed to win those games. And imagine. Is that really an acronym? TCOB, yeah. Oh, I've heard it somewhere. I've never heard that before in my life. Well, I, I've bestowed upon you the gift of TCOB. <laughs> you're going to be using it all the time whenever you're in a, like, a Zoom meeting with work. And you're like, listen, I'm just here to TCOB, okay? Can we get this thing done? Put yourself TCOB. Come on. Let's go. Yeah, let's see. Let's um, Everybody in the chat, all dozen of you in the chat right now on a, on a Sunday morning after Christmas, uh, let us know if you've ever heard of TCOB as an acronym. I need to know. I think Go you're ahead, thinking of TCBY, but yeah, I don't. I, I'm with Dave on this one. Surprisingly, <laughs> it's it's in the Urban Dictionary. Okay, just Google it. You'll find. Oh, it. you're more urban than we are. I get it. Yeah, I'm on the <laughs> West Coast right now. Okay, I'm I'm learning, you know, different phrases and such. Uh, but back to my TCOB. Reno, right? Reno. Yes. yes Reno. Just and, just, t- just confirming. And if you look out the hotel window, you'll see nothing but snow. It snowed all Ooh, day wow. yesterday. I can't this wait to go to work this morning. Really great and for our audio listeners. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's it, there's a bunch of white stuff on the ground, and you can't <laughs> snort it. So, so, again, knowing that they took care of business in those three games, that's what they're supposed to do, right? Like, imagine how Iverson Vlogs would feel and where he would be right now. He'd probably be walking down a, a long road by himself, head down, if they lost one of those three games, right? You lose to the Hornets, you lose to uh, a Lakers team that's undermanned and didn't have Frank Vogel there coaching, and then you lose – or you lose to uh, the Oklahoma City Thunder. That That's that's frustrating. Losing last night to the Warriors, as frustrating as it might feel because it's on the national TV audience, things of that nature, it's still – that was a quality game against a quality opponent. So the first three games in the week were just primers, you know, primers for Devin Booker coming back. We saw him come back against the Hornets. We saw him kind of build himself up, get back in shape. So there's a lot of positives to take away from this week. Of course, we're going to be left with a sour taste in our mouth because of the Warriors. But for the most part, there's a lot to be happy. I mean, we're 26 and 6. Yeah. Take it. How many Suns teams in history have been better than 26 and 6? One? That's my guess. One. Yeah. I think is one. better than a guess. Ooh. Yeah, it's definitely one team in Suns history was better than 26 and 6. Only three teams in Suns, two other teams in Suns history have ever made the NBA Finals. And that is, none of those are the same team that, that was better than 26 and 6. So this team is the best constructed team in Suns history. Now, let's talk about the Golden State game 
in particular, I want to I want to make a couple of comments. First of all, holy crap, that was a high level game. Mm-hmm. Both teams were playing very, very well. And despite the score looking like there was a lot of scoring, I mean, 116 to 107, first half was almost 60 to 60, right? It was, what, 62, 58, somewhere around there. And that was high scoring, and yet the defense is what impressed me the most. Both teams playing incredible defense in that game, really taking away the other team's uh, primary players and uh, making it tough where – you know, you got Steph Curry uh, shimmies and you got a couple of big shots by Curry, but the dude still only shot, made like 30% of his shots. And uh, as Monty Williams said after the game, he was 10 for 27. Monty Williams said, we'll take that. It's the other guys who beat us. It's the other guys who stepped up. And twice now, when the Warriors have beaten the Suns in the last two meetings um, and now have the uh, have the uh, takeaway, you know, have the, I'm sorry, they've, they've got at least a tie for the season series against the Suns mm-hmm. uh, with a 2-1 lead. They've been they've beaten the Suns with their role players. So Juan Toscano Anderson a few weeks, a couple weeks ago was really big for them in that game in Golden State. And then Otto Porter on Christmas Day suddenly becoming an Otto Porter that no one has seen before. You know the Bulls are just like, who's that? <laughs> Who is that guy? The Bulls who gave Otto Porter a max contract. Who is that guy? Uh, he's always had the skills, but he's never had the game to show for it. He's had uh, obviously had some of a game because he got a max contract, unlike the Suns' young center. Uh, but Otto Porter did get a max extension off of his rookie deal, um, so he must have been better than Da. Imagine how how did he play under the radar so much that he's better than Da? But anyway, he played for a bad Washington team that barely made the playoffs a couple of years, and so he got some exposure on the national stage, I guess. He went to Chicago, was injured most of the time, and suddenly played like Kevin Durant closing out that game. Mm -hmm. Um, As Nathaniel Jackson said, turned into Kevin Durant. I mean, I don't know if Otto Porter has that many pull-ups all year, pull-up shots, and he made like four in the final two minutes. So that's what happened. Golden State got great contributions from their best, uh, sorry, their role players who were not supposed to be good. And of course, um, I, 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 you got to talk about Gary Payton the second as well. He's been incredible for them this past two months. He's kind of like a campaign um, on, on the top of his game. Not today's campaign. I'm like, what did he turn the ball last, over five times? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Last week's, <laughs> last year's campaign and the bubble campaign. That's suddenly um, Gary Payton the second is playing like that kind of guy. Uh, maybe even better. I don't know, but he can't. He can't pass, and he he he, he can shoot. He can catch and shoot. He's kind of like Javon Carter with more length. Maybe um, is is Gary Payton the second. Anyway, my takeaways are the Golden State role players were better than the Suns role players all game long. That's a nice takeaway you got there, that's, Dave. That's fair. <laughs> yeah. Here, here's the here's the real operative question, though, Dave. Is that possible? Is that is, is that something that can be sustained over a seven-game period? Because I don't care about the Warriors beating the Suns yesterday. Honestly, I don't. I'm disappointed, sure. I was disappointed yesterday, absolutely. Was I annoyed? 100%. But, <laughs> sorry, Iris and Blogs, or Vlogs, or anybody else that thinks, you know, yesterday's loss is some sort of, you know, uh, uh, statement about this team and what it's capable of. It's not. I mean, Booker shot played a game where he shot twenty six percent. Yeah. How often does Booker that had happen? A bad game. Mm-hmm. Very, very rarely. In fact, I think 
I think he's done it if I if I remember this correctly because I looked up weird things like I look up weird things like this. I think he's done it 34 times in his career where he sh- had a game where he shot 26 percent or less. Ooh, wait right? a minute, we're gonna just we're gonna so, say you're gonna say you're gonna do my stat me, but we're gonna pretend it's Justin. Dang, stat me, Justin, <laughs> stat me. Go ahead. Go Brought- on. Brought to you by Sensual Justin. If you get into <laughs> a bad, bad car accident, call Sensual Justin instead of Sweet James. I, anyway, um, <laughs> I can't believe I actually said that out loud. Anyway. And live. Um, can't edit what that was I out. saying? What was I talking? Yeah, exactly. Devin Booker's this whole thing. 26%. Yeah. So yeah. H- how often does that happen? It's, it's, again, 34 times in his career. I think he's 430-something games in his career. So what? Less than 10% of the time. Guess what? That's not going to happen four out of seven games in a playoff series, right? I also, you know, we can sit here. We can talk about what Otto Porter did yesterday. We can talk about what he even hit some big threes in that first game against the Suns or mm-hmm. the, the game where the Suns won to tie their all-time record. But at the end of the day, big picture, are those guys better than our role players? Are, are, is Gary Payton the second and Otto Porter, are those guys better than our role players? I say no. Did they beat the Suns yesterday? Yeah, they did. Did the role players beat the Suns when they played against them in, in Golden State? I, I would suggest that a little thing called Devin Booker not playing in that game had an impact on it. I'd be more, I, I'd look at that more than anything the role players did in that game. Uh, but like I said, at the end of the day, yeah, Otto Porter Jr. looked fantastic yesterday. But is he going to do it over a seven-game series in the playoffs? I, I certainly don't think so. I'm not concerned about it. You know what? If he does, then guess what? Warriors pulled the, pulled pulled one off by by managing to turn Otto Porter into KD magically after <laughs> you know a, a lackluster career up until that point. Well, that's what it took. It took uh, it took that kind of even with like uh, Nathaniel Jackson comments in the chat. We kept getting beat backdoor uh, first quarter. Backdoor cuts killed the Suns, uh, just mm-hmm. killed them. And it just was frustrating. But the Suns cleaned that up, or the Golden State didn't just decide to stop doing backdoor cuts for easy scores. The Suns cleaned that up on their on their defensive coverages. They covered Steph as hard as they could. They covered Draymond as hard as they could. And they required those role players to have outsized games to be that great. And they turned they had a great game. So let's give let's give Golden State props. They came in focused. To oh, win yeah. that game. They really, really did. And they played as good as they possibly could. And they still needed Otto Porter hits Otto Porter to be Kevin Durant for a minute um, to close it out. So let's give them props and let's let's congratulate them on a well-played game. Well, yeah, I mean they they, can they we, played... can we, can we, we don't need to congratulate them, right? Can we stop short of congratulating them, Dave? You can a no, pat on the back. You can stop short of congratulate them. I'll congratulate them on a well-played game. Somebody who isn't worried about their own masculinity and their own control of a situation can congratulate somebody for having a good moment. I, I have so many analogies that I could use right now, but since this pod can't be edited, I will not. I'll share them with you perhaps afterwards, Dave. But fair to say we'll agree to disagree on, on the application of that particular analogy. If you don't have the capacity to recognize other people's moments of goodness, then... Um, I can recognize it, but do you have to congratulate them? <laughs> yes. Do I? Do I have, have to be to, literally in the middle of this thing? Like I'm literally Voida. in the middle of it. <laughs> Voida is literally in between in us. <laughs> yes. Voida. In fact, I feel like the, that. I mean, did you? Would the, you? The would, kid at the table did you? With the parents going, oh, what the? Oh hell? God, mom and dad are I fighting just, again. Merry just Christmas. remember, 
just remember, John, two Christmases for you. Okay, that's all. <laughs> Between because Dave and I, I, I know. Yeah, I know. Yes, sir. I'm going there. Yes. No, but 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 John, did you? Would you congratulate the Warriors? I mean, tell me I'm wrong here. If I'm fine, that's fine. I'm just saying. It seems like congratulations. Seems like now 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 I have to pick a side. Uh, so I'll, I'll start. No, no, this. mommy and daddy should no. never have. <laughs> is it Don't my do fault, that, Justin? That is, is it good. my fault. Mean and un- unusual. No, no, just uh, Dorothy, you can just, you can just say, <laughs> I, I choose not to vote. Yeah, well, I'll, I'll say this. Can. I will not Let's let the judge tell me. Where I will not congratulate Warriors fans. Okay. Could be, oh, no, I never, I never, well, I never even attempted to congratulate. Because I'll, I'll tell you this once again, and I've mentioned this before when I was on with you last, Dave. Warriors fans are a special breed because they've gone into the Suns Jam session post game podcast and left some of the most ridiculous, stupid comments about how we are one Chris Paul injury away from being a, in the play in game and things like that. It's like you just won, and this is who you are now. Again, I think one of the reasons that a lot of Suns fans are a little bit more worried than I would say probably all three of us are. I don't think any of us are truly worried following this game. But there you go. Ross is on the bottom. On the bottom. Clay wasn't there, and the Suns were at full strength. Suns are in trouble. Okay, the, the Warriors were down. You know, they didn't have Jordan Poole. They didn't have Andrew Wiggins. So, you know, you look at these different rosters, and you go, okay, well, here's all the reasons why the Suns should have won. They're at full strength. They're not. But when typically what we've seen, especially during all of these COVID protocol games, is a lot of these teams that are undermanned and under strength, they're bringing in guys who have a specific set of just fire. This is their opportunity to shine. And they bring a level of intensity that we saw in the first quarter yesterday, right? Warriors outscored the Suns 33 to 27 right off the bat. And even Monty Williams said at the end of the game, he said they just, you know, they brought more uh, of an intensity to this game. They consistently throughout the entire game, managed to have that passion, that fire, whereas the Suns, due to the way that they've been operating thus far this season, kind of felt like, and and you'll correct me if I'm wrong here, guys, but the Suns, they're a team that knows that they can flip a switch. And they've had they've done it kind of numerous times. You mentioned the OKC game. It's a game where it got kind of close, and then they're like, okay, mm-hmm. <laughs> turn on the switch. Let's just put them away. And it's like when you're playing a team like the Warriors who have something that OKC doesn't, something that uh, I, I'll even say the Lakers don't have, quality leadership. When you have Steph Curry and Draymond Green on your team, much akin to the Suns having Devin Booker and Chris Paul and Jay Crowder on the team, you're going to have a team that's going to, for 48 minutes, bring it. Okay? Whereas those other teams, they don't know who they are in the last five minutes. So they get discombobulated. The Suns can take advantage of that discombobulation, ultimately win the game. Last night, smartly, the Suns would, would, would attack Steph Curry. And he knew, smartly, I need to get the ball to Otto Porter. And all of a sudden, Otto Porter, as we mentioned, turns into Kevin Durant. And Doris Burke didn't know what to say because she had like 17,000 more things to say great about Steph Curry. All of a sudden, it's Otto Porter out there hitting. touching the ball in the last two minutes, so Doris ran out of things to say. She didn't know what else to say. She's like, all my notes. She held up her note sheets. It's like, I love Steph. It's just like over and over again, like the Simpsons. (laughs) I love Steph. Yeah, I love Steph. You know, so I mean. Again, surprised she didn't start talking about the Lakers just because it's but you know, by the Lakers, like, too. Uh, Lakers, LeBron <laughs> starts uh, yelling it. Uh, LeBron the Lakers, next, the next game, LeBron Lakers, LeBron <laughs> Lakers. Lakers. What do I do? <laughs> you know, so again, hey, you I'm know loud noises. <laughs> yeah, I'm not overly worried about what occurred yesterday because what it did is it allowed because if you notice, there were times there were both for a, a total of about six minutes and 30 seconds in this game, there was no. No DA, no JaVale. The Warriors are playing small, so 
Monty decided to play small as well. And again, it's it's a overused euphemism, but way too long playing small. Agreed, but this is the way I look at it. Maybe, and this is overused the euphemism. You know, maybe he's playing chess while we're playing checkers. You know, maybe he's sitting there going, you know, if I'm in a seven game series with the Golden State Warriors, they might throw these small ball lineups at me. I need to put on film how we operate against these small ball lineups. So when that time comes, I can execute different offensive and defensive sets. Again, I'm probably overthinking that because it would have made sense to me to keep it's JaVale and DA. And we have the size advantage. We have the rebound advantage. And we're negating those offensive rebounds the entire time in the second chance points. But in the grand scheme of things, this is one game out of 82. This isn't one game out of seven. We're not in that Western Conference Finals against this team yet. So let's take what but we learned. Even if it's one game out of seven, that wasn't that was a good game. And it was, it was a good one game. of those endings that's not repeatable. The Warriors are not going to go into practice today suddenly saying that Otto Porter is the big shot maker and we're going to go to him in closing seconds every game. Now, I also want to make my own comment about Clay wasn't there and the Suns were at full strength. Suns are in trouble. Um, here's the thing. Freaking look, people, I need you to understand that the NBA is not about building blocks. This isn't Legos. You can't add a player and suddenly they're that much better. It's not additive. There's still only ever five guys on the court. So if you put Clay out there and you give him a really good game, guess what? Pretty much that's the Otto Porter game. You put other guys out there. You put Andrew Wiggins out there. I mean, look, tell you what, Andrew Wiggins has never made big shots like Otto Porter. If Andrew Wiggins was out there, Actually, the Suns might have won that game. <laughs> I mean, come Facts. on. If, Otto, that, that, if the regular Otto Porter was out there, the Suns probably would have won that game. The Suns were in full strength. Okay, fine. The you logic checks the out. Absolutely. The Suns, yeah, yeah. I mean, we all miss Frank Kaminsky, but the Suns were pretty much at full strength in that game. That's true. But they had a bad game, and it happens. You don't win every single game. I mean, we are spoiled. Spoiled if we're pissed off about a 26-6 and six start. I mean, come on. Uh, but you, you lost one game to the Golden State Warriors. What's the um, – I'm going to ask you guys a question. What is the Suns' record against winning teams? Best year? in the NBA. I don't know what the actual number is, but I know it's the best in the NBA. Wow, you know what? 15 so and funny. 4. <laughs> So the uh, the ESPN has like a, a tab where you can check a, a, a team's record against those that are 500 and above in the moment, like as of this moment, 500 and above. But because the West only has five teams above 500, suddenly everybody's number of games in the West against winning teams went way down. Suns are back down all the way down to seven and three, but they were 11 and three just a couple of days ago against winning. Mm. <laughs> uh, but uh, what the point I'm trying to make in last year, the Suns were the best in the league against winning teams as well. This is that same team. They had a bad game. Devin Booker made only 26% of his shots. He's not going to do that on a regular basis. He proved all the way through the playoffs. He's not going to do that. Mm -hmm. um, Deandre Aiden had a pretty good game but he didn't rebound very well. You can't get out rebounded by Gary Payton. The second mm -hmm. part of that is boxing out because Gary Payton obviously was not battling Deandre Aiden for rebounds who was battling Aiden for rebounds was Kevon Looney and Draymond green who were double teaming and, and boxing out Aiden so that the other guys could get the rebounds and the Suns were allowing Gary Payton the second to get those extra rebounds. So I think that was really important. You can't, you can't just add, more players and add points to the score. They take away from the guys who did play. And if you can't, you can't admit 
the Golden State had a great game from its from its uh, subs and its backup players, and then say that the starters would have been even better. Uh, the guys who were on the bench or were out injured would have been even better because that's just not true. Games are different. Um, so, and you know, the Warriors have the best record in the NBA right now at twenty-seven and six. How much better could it be with Clay? Even a full strength play. Exactly. It's not possible. <laughs> and 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 you know, to the point that you know we've kind of been going over about the role players having exceptional games yesterday or an exceptional game yesterday. Uh, Kevon Looney had six offensive rebounds and he averages like two a game. Again, another another anomaly statistically that really I think points more to the Suns needed to clean things up, like you're saying, Dave, more than anything. And and to the point you brought up, Voida, about Monty playing chess when everyone else is playing checkers, maybe. I mean, look what we did last year during the playoffs. Game plan changed completely. All of a sudden, DA turned into a second option on the floor. To your point about the Suns sticking, maybe going small a little too long, not going back to the bigs. Maybe Monty's saying, let's let them see this look, yeah. run with this look, because once playoff time rolls around, the look's going to change up. What is comment about the, uh, this is chess, not checkers. Monty is definitely playing chess out there. Definitely playing chess out there. He is not thinking about this. He, he's got to build up campaign. If campaign's playing terrible as five first half turnovers, I think every time campaign touched the ball, he handed it to a Warriors player. In the yeah. half. He still played in the second half and he had a chance to redeem himself. And he made a couple of good threes and um, nearly did. So the Suns didn't get beat by the by the bench as badly as they got beat in the first half by the bench. So you've got to you got to build up your guys because that's who you're going to go to war with in the playoffs. Did anybody have NBA Finals PTSD though when Chris Ball turned the ball over when we were down four with two wow. minutes left in the game? Because I did. You know, though, not me. You those know, are all it, repressed. Those are all repressed. <laughs> no, what gave me NBA Finals PTSD was when they did a cutaway um, advertising the Bucks game and they showed Giannis with his block on DA. At the end of game, was it five? That gave me PTSD and and put me into a, a momentary depression. Yeah, there there's a comment in here about your signed Bucks Giannis book, Dave. But I'll just I don't, I don't know. It's too early for me to find it. <laughs> oh, my God. don't don't channel Duarte on this. All right. <laughs> It is what? okay to what? recognize greatness from teams that don't wear Suns colors. It Congratulations. Okay, at this point, let's just take a quick break and talk about our friends at DraftKings. Football fans, I'm sure we all love an action-packed, high-scoring NFL game. But with the latest no-brainer from DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, you'll be a winner once a single point is scored. you got to do this. New customers who bet just $1 on any team to score can win 100 bucks in free bets. It's that simple. Everyone can play for huge cash prizes all season long with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Sports Contests. And if you download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now using promo code TBPN, that's TBPN, bet $1 on any team to score, any team at all, and win $100 in free bets. If they score, you score with promo code TBPN this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older in New Jersey, Indiana, or PA only. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit and $1 wager required. One per customer. Restrictions do apply. 
See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. We're moving on to true or false. We're going to into <laughs> I thought you meant Dan's for a second. Fire. I'm like, I missed it. Oh, Jesus We're Christ. going into a rapid fire true or false section. You guys are going to give me quick answers um, on, uh, on, on some of these questions that, that are burning questions, okay? So the first question, true or false, we're going to start with Voida. Christmas fireworks are the worst thing in the world. 100% true. Yeah, true. Jesus, all the last couple of days, Christmas Eve and Christmas Day, I either there's been a lot of murders in my neighborhood or these fireworks are just uh, are bursting a little bit too close to the ground. And last night somebody was doing those uh the sparklers that that make the sound but it was so loud I could hear it at 11 o'clock at night while I'm trying to get my beauty sleep. And uh, the, these guys is the worst. Christmas. I feel, I, I feel like we live almost in the same neighborhood because I have a nest cam. And the nest cam at like 11 o'clock <clears> my <throat> time here in Reno. So that's 12 o'clock in Phoenix. All of a sudden I'm getting notifications and I'm, I'm watching it. And all of a sudden it's just like. <clears throat> and my wife's texting me and she's like, there's people lighting off fireworks. It's Christmas yeah. Eve. So you've got kids who are going to bed and earmuffs. Any kids who are, wa- are watching the solar panel podcast, uh, you know, they're waiting for Santa and now they have to get up and, you know, parents are mid being Santa. And all of a sudden it sounds like explosions are going off outside. And, you know, it's just like, it's yeah. the worst. Like, stop that. New Year's I get New Year's. I get we're all up. We're all drunk. But like Christmas... I am not looking forward to my first New Year's in this in this neighborhood I, after Christmas I, I, the way it was. I love I, I love I love the logic there, Voida. New Year's fireworks, fantastic. We're up, yes. we're drunk. Let's <laughs> yes. fire off stuff. Yes. Okay? Let's blow a hand off. Let's JPP it. But like Christmas, it's like everyone's trying to go to bed at like 11. You're trying to get the kids to bed so you can get your job done. And now it's 11 o'clock and then boom, shakalaka, whoop, whoop. There it is. It's annoying. Yeah. 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 yeah so I'm not looking forward to New Year's. I'll probably be bitching about this next week on next week's show <laughs> after New Year's. Um, okay. Next, true or false? Christmas still sucked this year anyway. We're going to start with Voida. How oh, was your I mean, come Christmas? Come on, come on. That's How was not your fair. Christmas, Voida? <laughs> That's not fair. That Christmas sucked, man. I mean, I'm I'm on the road. I'm in Reno, Nevada. I'm not with my family. I'm trying to watch the Suns game. It starts snowing. Four minutes left in the game. The TV goes out. So I can't even watch the game on TV. It's the one thing I have here. You know, so I have to watch it on my phone. I have to watch the Cardinals game on my computer, which sucked as well. Uh, I go down to the front desk to get some snacks. I had to wait there for like 20 minutes because there was no one at the front desk. I'm just sitting there with like a bag of sun chips. They were celebrating Christmas. <laughs> I don't know where they were. They were, you know, celebrating the birth of our Lord. And I just, I'm standing there with all my son's gear on. And it's every time the door opens, it's just freezing cold air coming in. It was a bad Christmas. It was a bad Christmas. So. Oh. You should have just it was you should you should have just taken the bag of chips, man. Like later on, I, been like, I really was thinking about it, but like I have integrity, so well you can tell them later. I mean, I think I think I think they'll 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 survive for the you know few hours that 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 sale isn't rung up. I, I would think. I'm, I'm I would, no. I would hope so, but I mean, this everyone's snowed in. I'm getting text messages as we speak about all my associates who are supposed to be there. And they're like, "We're snowed in. We can't work." I'm like, "Great. Can I use that excuse, please?" Yes. I'll have a blue Christmas without you, Justin. How about you? <laughs> well, I, 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 I had a lovely Christmas. If I, if I do say so oh, myself. Yeah, sorry, yeah. sorry, Voida. I mean, I mean, here's the thing. Look, okay. At the end of the day, 
Voida, if I were in your boat, I'd be saying the same thing because nobody wants to spend Christmas in Reno alone. That's that's for sure, right? I mean, call it state a state, sounds right? sounds so sad. <laughs> it does. It does. It's, it's Christmas alone in Reno. Like, Merry Christmas 2021. Here's your postcard from Reno. It's Voida in a room by himself with a blanket of snow blocking the window entirely because he can't go outside, right? That's what it was. I didn't have that. Um, you know, I spent time with my family and look, the sports thing, yeah, the Suns game sucked. Yeah, the Cardinals game sucked. But at the end of the day, we're Arizona sports fans, man. Do we expect it to go any other way than it went yesterday? Nope. <laughs> and let me let me let me go full spin zone on this. I feel like our team, and I said this before the Warriors game when the Suns tied their all-time record for the longest franchise winning streak. I told my buddy as we're on the way to that game, I go, not gonna lie to you. If the Suns lose this game, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna shed a tear because this team plays better when they've got a little chip on their shoulder. And I think losing, you know what, Dave, as much as you celebrate other teams wins, I, 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 I commiserate over the sun's losses equally hard. Okay. I'll just put it like that. So yes, sometimes tears are shed over losses. Okay. But again, at the end of the day, I completely lost where I was going with that. What was I talking about? I, I, I got too focused on throwing shots at Dave. That's right. I, we, we knew that this was going to go this way, and I think it leaves that chip on the shoulder for the Suns. I don't know if that's going to operate the same way for the Cardinals, to be quite honest. I don't know that they, they have that same mentality, um, but the Suns do. So Monty, I could Monty Williams, and, Cliff Kingsbury. Enough said. Cliff's very good looking. Actually, yeah, Monty is too. So I, Cliff's really can't really... You can't coach yourself uh, out of a compared box. To, compared to Monty at all. Cliff enjoys so, how good-looking he is, though. Monty doesn't give a crap. Exactly. That's fair. That's fair. Um, if, I were, if I were Cliff, I'd enjoy how good-looking I was, too, though, because, I mean, he's a very good-looking man. Let's, you would, ha- you let's, would let's have honest, an HD right? camera by now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, for sure. And, and Fanning the Flames would have been from day one video. Only video. Only. So I had so false. My rapid reaction is false. I had a lovely Christmas, notwithstanding the results of those games. All right. I will weigh in real quickly. I'm not going to belabor this, but it's, uh, I'm going to say true. Christmas still sucked. Uh, This is still COVID land. Omicron is going crazy. I have to take a COVID test today after this podcast, actually. And I can't afford to test positive whether I'm symptomatic or not, because I have to have a procedure done this week and I can't have it delayed. So um, Christmas sucked. I had to do Zoom. We had to sit and just stream um, Christmas movies and and uh, feel sorry for ourselves for a couple of days. But uh, we're gonna have a post Christmas party after the new year. And you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna buy fireworks. Some damn fireworks! Yes, that's right. <laughs> and I'm gonna explode those things all over the neighborhood, right in every neighbor's front lawn. That's what I'm gonna yes. freaking do. Yes, I'm here for that. I, I'll all be right. there. Like, tell me when, and I'm I'm gonna be there live stream it. That that could be that could be another megapod void, and I will handle that one for you, Dave. You don't even need to worry about it. We'll just we'll just we'll just commentate your we'll live stream and commentate your firework uh, revenge tour. Look at the That's way he is. runs away from the fireworks. It's adorable. It's <laughs> he's so spry. He's so spry. <laughs> oh, look! He got blown forward a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that only happened in movies. <laughs> All right. Next question, Steph Curry. Is the league's MVP, Justin? Uh, true. 
I mean, here's the thing. I can, I can appreciate, I can appreciate that Steph Curry is a good player. Okay. He's a great player. I don't have to be happy about it. I don't have to root for him. Even when he's not playing the Suns, I don't have to congratulate him for beating the Suns. But I mean, at the end of the day, you've got a guy who's leading a team to what right now is the best record in the NBA doing it while putting up some pretty, for him, standard numbers, but compared to everybody else, gaudy numbers, right? So I, I think it's hard to argue that Steph, as of right now, isn't the MVP. So I'll say true. Yeah, I mean, that's a, no, that's a no-brainer. I mean, if, there, if Doris Burke uh, had a vote, she would vote for him every time and twice on Sundays. Uh, the national narrative there is the stories there, everything that you just mentioned. And, and as, as you said, Justin, we don't have to like it, uh, but I can call a spade a spade and be like, yep, he's clearly got the story. He's got the points. He's got the best record in the league. Uh, even if he is a douche, am I right, Justin? Which he is, which he is 100% confirmed by Twitter scientific poll. It's official. <laughs> Steph Curry is a douche votes that uh false it's easy money snipper um are you talking about somebody who performs vasectomies is the mvp is uh, that the procedure this week easy money snippy i was like void I, how old do you think dave is yeah. <laughs> he's spry right <laughs> He's pretty fly yeah, I, don't, I, guy. I don't need that kind of thing anymore. All right. <laughs> a, lot of a lot of information being shared this episode. A lot Suns of information. have a fatal flaw that the Warriors exposed. Voida, you first. No, fatal not my flaw. opinion. Fatal, no. I mean, again, there were some areas of opportunity for the Phoenix Suns, especially when it wasn't DA or JaVale on the court. I really feel like those were minutes that were interesting to observe. And I'll definitely be going back and seeing how those minutes progress. Cause I know in the first half they were productive and the second half, they weren't necessarily as productive, but I don't think that there's a fatal flaw. The, the, I, I remember I was listening to the podcast somewhere and they're saying, well, what's the Suns? uh, it was the, he's on fire podcast. They're like, what's the Suns' weaknesses here? In my opinion, it was free throw shooting something we don't do nearly as well as we've done in the past. And we were 16 of 16 from the free throw line this game. So I'm like, we're working on some things. It's again, false. I'll just stick with false. Yeah. Nicholas Blackiston false. puts in the comment. Oh, hold on one sec, Justin. I'll go to you. Nicholas Blackiston puts fuck the warriors. How are they so good? And how can the Suns beat them? Well, the Suns did beat them already this year. So, okay, Justin, go for it. No, I mean, false. I, I think a, Saying there's a fatal flaw, you can't even identify what that might be. I mean, I, I mean, maybe you can, Dave. Maybe you have something in mind, but I'm with Void. I, I don't see anything where I'm like that's something that they can't be can't be overcome, or isn't just a game to game type thing. I mean, at the end of the day, we can all agree that if and when the Suns and the Warriors meet in the playoffs, it's going to be a battle. It's going to be a long series. So, is there one thing that is going to destroy the Suns or 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 limit the Suns' chances in that series? I think the obvious answer to that, at least from my perspective, is no. Uh, I, I think it's false as well. I don't think there was any one flaw or any flaws at all that are fatal. <clears throat> I think a culmination of not playing well in a lot of areas, you lose a game against the other best teams in the league. So could the Suns lose a series? Sure. Could any team in the NBA lose a series? Yes. So uh, fatal like everyone's going to expose this. Well, people thought the Suns were going to get exposed last year in the playoffs and they just didn't. 
Um, the only thing that beat the Suns in the playoffs last year was an outsized performance from a particular individual. I'm not congratulating Scott Foster. Him. Congratulations, Scott Foster. There yep, Scott wow. Foster. All right, then. That's uh, who you're talking then, about, Dave, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Because we do talk about the refs all the time. You know, that's a different podcast. Wait a minute. Um, so did the Suns we just have expect any- performance? Just just standard standard performance. Success at your job is not too much to ask for, I don't think. Sustained. <laughs> Suns do have um if the Suns have a fatal flaw, is that they they don't have four Hall of Fame in their prime players um at, at the moment. So, you know, like the Warriors did a few years ago. Um, short of that, nobody does. And uh, that means anybody can get beat. But I think the Suns showed that they can beat anybody as well. And as you said earlier in this episode, Boyda, um, the uh, um, oh, God, I lost my train of thought. But you said something and it was good. But uh, we'll skip. Thanks. That. Appreciate it. <laughs> All right. <sure. laughs> I heard it. I heard it. And I agree. It was fantastic. Hey, and I'll, Dave, you brought I'll up say a good, it again. You, you brought you brought up a good point, though, when, when you said. Suns don't have four Hall of Fame players in their prime. The Suns' youth isn't even in its prime yet. That's the beautiful thing about this team, right? I mean, I think Devin Booker is starting to step into his prime years, right? But I don't even think he's at his peak yet. DA, we've seen his development over the past three seasons, now into his fourth. Obviously, we know that that development has continued and expected to continue. Mikhail, Cam, they've been taking steps. These guys are all still just scratching the surface, boys. Yeah. Scratching really the surface. Are. They really are. And to that on that note, we're gonna we're gonna take a quick break uh while I I break away from the outline and talk about something that's really important to me. And then we're gonna come back and we're gonna talk about the Suns all-star chances, how many all-stars the Suns could possibly have. So the first thing I want to do is for the moment. I want to talk about something called right. So, oh no, what's happening? Oh, it's not showing up. Oh no, it's behind us. It, it's behind it's, us. It, it's so a I'm going to take us out. But then I. Oh, now it's. A- to have another bright side night this year um, where the Suns get to play the uh, the Houston Rockets. And I don't have this scripted at all, as you guys can tell. I'm completely fumbling through it. Uh, but what I'm going to do is I'm going to put in our chat a link to be able to um, donate tickets to Brightside Night, where all it takes is $11 and you can send a first responder or a healthcare hero to a Suns game in February, just $11. And we've already got over a thousand tickets sold. If you donate 10 plus tickets, um, you will get a special invite to the game to, you'll get your tickets as well to go to the game, but you also get a special invite before the game to talk to a Suns front office person. Um, In the past years, we've gotten either Ryan McDonough or James Jones. So we are going to get one of those guys. Well, not Ryan, but certainly we're going to get James Jones or somebody close to him in the front office uh, to talk to us before the game. Uh, all you got to do is donate 10 plus tickets. If you donate 25 plus tickets, you'll get lower bowl tickets for yourself as well. So you get, and you, and you get uh, invited to an encore picture taking as well before the game. So please go to suns.com slash bright side 
and look at what you can get forward making donations. <clears throat> and we'll be able to give back to our community by giving tickets to uh, first responders and uh, healthcare heroes. So that's my quick commercial. Uh, that's really all I got to say. And I need to make, I need to have John um, Darth Voida make me a commercial so I don't have to fumble through this again, because now that we're past Christmas, I can start focusing on this and getting these tickets sold. Two years ago, last time we did this before the pandemic, we sold 4,400 tickets. This year, we're just over a thousand. So we need to really catch up. So I'm looking forward to uh, being able to do that with you guys. Um, and that's it. So let's move on to third quarter. Now that I've stumbled, uh, let's talk about all-stars. How many all-stars are the Suns going to have, Justin? Uh, you know, I'm going to say two. And we, we, we talked about this on Fanning the Flames uh, last week, I think. Uh, you know, Chris Paul, I think, is going to he's going to he's going to be there. Um, he's having a standard year by by his by his account. I think you know um, he's doing what we expect him to do, and he's leading the team to one of the best records in the league. And based on his history, I think it's going to be hard for him to not be in there. I think Book's going to be in again this year. Um, you know, the last year, the last two years, we've seen him make it as an injury replacement. I think even though his stats are down. Um, I still expect him to make it because now everything that worked against him in the past that the Suns weren't winning is exactly why he should be making it. Uh, and then, of course, the third person that you know comes to mind is DA. Is he deserving? I think he is. I mean, at the end of the day, you look what he's doing this year. When Book hasn't been in, he's shown what he can do offensively. He's maintained, if not you know, increased his defensive uh a performance from last year, which is something that we all expected because we know that D DA's uh, focal point for the past couple of seasons has really been improving the defense and we've seen it. Um, but, you know, you've got Jokic, you've got Gobert, who I think are just as a matter of course going to be there. Uh, and then it becomes a question of, okay, when the coaches are voting in the reserves, are they going to be looking at another big? Are they not? Yeah, the fan voting theme that comes into play. Who knows what kind of crazy nonsense the fans are going to do because you've got – the Lakers out there still, and you've got AD who's useless and always injured, but Hey, why not vote him in as an all-star? And you've got Russell Westbrook who, huh, woo, he's the exact fit that we expected him to be on that Lakers team, but Hey, why not vote him in too? Because we're in LA. So that's the kind of thing that might happen as well. Um, but ultimately I think the, the DA thing, it's, it's going to be a lot like Booker back in the day where it's, we, we all see it. We think he deserves it, but for whatever reason, he's not going to, going to get that nod. And I think back, back before with book, it was the Suns weren't winning. And I think now with DA, it's going to be, well, he's not putting up, you know, enough points type thing. I mean, the same type of argument some people, and I think it's ridiculous make when it comes to talking about his max deal. I think the same type of thing might be looked at when it comes to the all-star stuff, but DA is going to be an all-star someday. I just don't think it'll be this year. I'd love for it to be, I'd love for them to have three, but I think it's going to be two. <clears throat> what welcome, welcome to the sun solar panel where we all agree with each other so there's not a lot of debate yeah it's it's two uh and i agree with everything that justin said i want da to be there i think he's earned the right but again because the metrics aren't necessarily there because he's not a volume play because he doesn't need to be a volume play he won't be there but i in my personal opinion he's better than rudy gobert he's not Jokic, but he's in between that category relative to centers in the western conference so he should be there uh but this is you know this is where maybe beating the Warriors yesterday would have been good for 
you know, the national media to be like, you know what? Yeah, D.A., definitely him. Because the, the narratives, again, are there. With Devin Booker, the narrative's definitely there. He's been an all-star stub twice. He gets in. He's been a member of the Olympic team now. We saw him in the finals, so everyone knows who he is, and they know that he's deserving. Uh, D.A. is somebody who everyone kind of understood that he has a prominence at his position in the playoffs last year, the way that he performed. And in a couple of the big national media games, for the most part, D.A. plays well. But like Christmas Day would have been kind of one of those days where if he goes out there and puts up a, a 20 and 15, they, maybe that moves a needle. Uh, but again, it's all rigged, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> all right. So the rules on All-Star, and I know you guys went over this on Fan the Flames. I thought that was a good discussion. Um, the rules on All-Star Every now is then. The fan, there's voting for the starters. For people who don't remember, there's voting for the starters. The fans get 50% credit for it um so you guys need to vote for all stars for the phoenix suns and then um the media and players get the other 50 percent last year the starters were james harden and luka Doncic at guard Doncic will stay as a guard most certainly so don't even don't even try to talk yourself into moving him to a different position mm -hmm. for qualifying for all-star notwithstanding where his weight might put him <clears throat> exactly he'll be the he'll be the the biggest guard ever at 270 <laughs> to 300 pounds uh and then you've got steph curry as the other guard he's going to get voted and he just is so you just the guards the voted in positions are going to be those two um however if the suns fans go crazy and and vote in devin booker that's great because i think media and players would give devin booker uh would consider him for a start um, Luka Doncic says his team has been disappointing this year. So it's quite possible that Booker could quite, it's, it's conceivable that Booker could get voted, uh, by fans, media and coaches to start, but it's very unlikely. So that means he's got to be picked, sorry, fans, media and players. That means he's got to be picked by coaches as a reserve. The coaches, the 30 NBA coaches can vote for and pick just among those 30 votes. Um, or whoever they delegated to on their coaching staff, two guards, and then also two reserves, um, two um, two guards, two three forwards, and then two wild cards. Okay, which could be any position. So, <clears throat> what happened last year? Last year, the coaches picked Chris Paul, which I think they'll pick again. Russell Westbrook, which I don't think they'll pick again. Damian Lillard. I do think they'll pick Damian Lillard. You guys were talking on Fanning that they might not pick Dame, but I think they will. Donovan Mitchell, I think they'll pick. So that means there's one guard spot open for voting. Booker got in when Dame couldn't play. I think Mitchell definitely gets picked again by the coaches uh, just because they like to pick the same guy they picked last year. They want to put the least amount of th thought into these votes. Um, so I think Booker gets <clears throat> Russell Westbrook's spot. So that means Chris Paul and Devin Booker as reserve guards. I really do think that'll happen. And then does DA get in as a forward? Well, let's talk about who got in the rest of the starters. You got LeBron James, Kawhi Leonard and Anthony Davis were all voted in by fans. Uh, you might get you certainly are not going to get Kawhi Leonard voted in by fans. You will get LeBron James and Anthony Davis because they're Lakers, but I think the Lakers are going to, are going to crap all over Russell Westbrook, which gets the Suns' Devin Booker in there um, as, as a reserve. But you've got LeBron and Anthony Davis. I don't know if Anthony Davis is going to get the votes this year, but fans will pick him. But certainly I don't think players and, and media will. <clears throat> so that leaves some forward spots open. 
Um, and then you've got who else got picked? You, Nikola Jokic, he'll get it again. Rudy Gobert, he'll get it again. Uh, and then Brandon Ingram was a first-time All-Star last year. Yeah, I would happen. say DeAndre Ayton has a better chance than Brandon Ingram to make the All Star. Well, and and even if even if even if Anthony Davis is voted in, he's not playing. I don't think he's going to be back healthy in time for for the All Star game. It'll yeah, be close. Um, it'll be close. And even if he uh, let's let's say he comes back, do, do do the Lakers want him to play in the All Star game? Then I mean, if I'm the Lakers, I want Anthony Davis as far away from a basketball court if it doesn't matter as as, as yeah. I can possibly keep him right. So, but yeah, I mean, I, I the, Anthony the, Davis has, has defined his entire career by being more selfish than his coach wanted him to be right? Yeah. by insisting yeah. on not playing well, center when he, when his teams are much better as a center. Well, and, and the, the reasoning you go through Dave is exactly why I, I battle with whether or not a or DA is going to AD DA is going to make it because all of that lends itself to, yeah, he should. And and his performance and the Suns performance lends itself to it should, but I still just can't see it happening because it's still us, right? We're, it's a, we're still, it's a good, we're still Suns fans. It's still the Suns. Yeah, yeah we still can't but, have nice things. We'll have a couple of nice things, but no, not three nice things for the All Star game this year. Well, I think Paul George replaces Kawhi Leonard in the All Star this year for the Clippers because mm-hmm. I think they're good enough and they have enough uh, national coverage that. You've got that. But so again, if, if he's here. healthy, you know, he's got a torn ligament in his elbow that's going to be reevaluated in like three or four weeks. So yeah. he could be voted in, but will he actually play is the yeah. question. I mean, there's a lot of guys out there who have some very interesting and prolonged injuries where a lot of these successful teams aren't going to rush them back so they have an opportunity to play in the All-Star game. They're going to sit them as long as they're – because, again, as you mentioned, Dave, the Western Conference is really interesting right now. You have three teams at the top in the in the Warriors, the Suns, and the Jazz, and everybody else is right in the middle. So the majority of these teams aren't going to necessarily, as long as they're treading water, there's no incentive to really rush anybody back. If their teams can tread water, knowing that they're playing against other teams that are trying to tread water, and they can just kind of stay in that 500 realm, I mean, the Lakers blow, and they're still the seventh seed. Yeah. Okay, so I'm going to admit I made a fault here. I was time has flown. I pulled up the 2020 star uh, All Star game. So let's talk about the 2021 All Star game. Mm, let's let's yeah. <laughs> uh, Mike Conley <laughs> made it last year. I don't think he's making it again. So that's nope. where that's where um, <clears throat> uh, Devin Booker can easily get voted in there by the coaches. Do you think John Morant think- gets in? I know he missed some time, and the team went ten and two without him. They've like lost three in a row. Uh, they played a night against Sacramento, but they lost like three in a row since he's come back. So a little Ewing theory there. But does John Morant get in? Could that be the Conley spot? Yeah, I'm. I, see, I feel like John Morant's not going to get in. I think coaches are going to do similar to to what they did to Devin Booker for a long time, yeah. which is you know, not you're not ahead of book. You've got a future in the league where you're going to get the all-star soon and coaches. So he's certainly not going to get the fan vote, John Morant. So he's going to get, he's going to have to be picked by the coaches. And I think the coaches are going to pick the playoff opponents that scare them the most over the guys they haven't seen much yet. And I don't think they're going to do John Morant unless they run out of other good candidates, which at guard, they're not going to. Mm -hmm. So uh, Mike Conley got in as an injury replacement last year. 
Uh, Devin Booker is an injury replacement last year. I think definitely they're um, they're going to um, vote. They're going to pick Devin Booker and they're going to say, fine, you deserve it. Um, and then Chris Paul, of course, will make it again as well. But back to the forwards. Uh, last year, Paul George did get in as a reserve as Kawhi Leonard was picked as a starter. Um, that Paul George, I think, will get picked if he gets replaced for injury. Great. Um, I don't know if he's injured the whole next month or two. Maybe the coaches don't even pick him because they know he won't play. Uh, Anthony Davis, same thing. Zion Williamson certainly won't get picked. There's a lot of space among the forwards um, in this in this game that, that there will be some first-timers. So I, I do think that there's a could, uh, potentially a should on DeAndre Ayton making the All-Star game. I would congratulate him very heavily if he does. <laughs> All right, what do we got? Um, <laughs> yeah. It's what you I'm get gonna, when you have I'm me and Justin on, man. We just, <laughs> we just have a good time. We're just laughing. <laughs> That's fine. That's fine. Um, all right. So let's move on. Dan Duarte is going to, is going to uh, buy you a drink, Justin, for this, for this episode. <laughs> well, I, I, I feel yeah, like I, Buffalo. I, I, yeah, obviously it hadn't anything, anything else. There's nothing else yeah, would be uncivilized at <laughs> Buffalo trace. Of course. <laughs> All right, man. Um, let's see. So let's move on to quarter four, and then we're going to wrap this up. We've been here an hour already. Uh, let's just talk about, let's predict the Suns' record in their next three games. So we've got the Grizzlies at home, who the Golden State Warriors beat in the final seconds uh, last Thursday. Congratulations to the Warriors. Uh, we've got <laughs> the Suns hosting the Thunder again this week. And we've got the Suns at the Celtics. So what do you think the Suns' record is going to be this week, Justin? 3-0. I, I, I don't think I've ever predicted the Suns to lose. I, I did once. Once earlier this year, and it backfired terribly, and I, I vowed to never do that again. You guys have the OG of Suns podcast. You've been, you've been podcasting since they won 19 games in a year. We also didn't predict whether yes. they'd win or lose back yes. then, Dave. We, we, we just, there was, there was understanding. Going through. I remember you guys went through a period – of predicting the games for the week, Justin, and you always predicted them to go four and zero, and they went zero and four most of the time. <laughs> that could have happened. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't deny. It. So then, so then, my, my comment would stand. I, I've never. I've never. One. Yes. The podcast of optimism, and Paul was the pessimistic still are. one, only predicting a two and two record, and they still went one and three or zero and four. And look, I, I like to think that we willed it all into existence, Dave. Now, 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 now. When I pick losses, I'm wrong. See, see how the how the how the turntables have turned. How the turns have mm. tabled. Yes. Um, so, <laughs> have, is there any sweeter drink than knowing that what we predicted for once in our lives actually came true? Because we all thought Booker and Bridges and Aiden could be a great core for a winning team when they yeah. lost 18 games in a row. No, we, 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 we all saw it coming. It was just a matter of time and a matter of putting some of the right pieces there. Monty Williams, of course, being one of them. Uh, James Jones being, being the other one, and now he being the one that's putting the pieces around for Monty to work. I mean, we have a beautiful setup going on right now. And, and yes, it is, it is nice to see all of that come to fruition, especially after we had seen draft picks before that that we thought would 
come to fruition, not come to fruition. In fact, be very, very far away from any fruit whatsoever. <laughs> Those are the fallen fruit. Yes. The very, very the rotten, <laughs> fallen, decaying fruit at this point. All right, boy. I'm sure you're doing great, though. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'll go three and zero. I mean, I think Memphis is the biggest challenge this upcoming week. But Memphis is going to be playing the second night of a back to back. They play at Sacramento tonight, then they play at Phoenix tomorrow. Uh, the Celtics, I just don't see it. Uh, it was fortified yesterday. I caught the back end of yeah. that Milwaukee game, and you know there they are. They have a, a big lead, and Jason Tatum's just dropping threes. You know, it's like you just need to get points. Give it to Jalen Brown, and he's just like, no, I'm on a Gatorade bottle you know and so he's <laughs> shooting threes that are, he's bricking them he's turned the ball over so you know that's a team that i feel like now granted you know the the suns will be on the road for that game uh but i you know now that being said now that i've mentioned both of those two games okc is gonna be the one who comes up and bites us in the ass but i think that it's another three and oh a week for the phoenix suns to end out this year and fortify i think we said dave last time i was on with you they needed to go like 11 and, or eight and three in their last 11 games and that'll put them at nine and two. So best year ever in Phoenix Suns calendar. Oh, year. that's right. So how, what do they have to, what, how, how many games do they have to win to finish? If they go two and one this week, they'll finish as the best percentage in a calendar year from January 1st, 2021 to December 31st, 2021, the best calendar year in Phoenix Suns history, win total and winning percentage is 2021. If they go two and one this week, if they go, go two and one and two, then it goes to the 2007. So then we might as well trade everybody. Yeah. Just blow it up. Blow it up. Yeah. Uh, let's draft Josh Jackson again. That'd be fun. <laughs> All right. I'm going to predict three, and know, I think the Suns are going to take this uh, loss seriously. They're going to play hard against Memphis. Um, I think uh, we should, well, no, we don't want to congratulate other teams players, but I want to congratulate <laughs> John Moran for ruining the Memphis Grizzlies by coming back from injury. See that's okay, Dave. See that that there you can congratulate. It's acceptable then. And you don't get to pick and choose when I congratulate. Yes, so I absolutely got... do. <laughs> I can choose when I approve it, though. <laughs> yeah, Mommy and Daddy are fighting again. <laughs> the Thunder, they're going to win and they're going to beat the Celtics. So I say three and zero, and they finish with the best record, best calendar year record in Suns franchise history. So here's what we need to do next week, Dave, is you need to have Matthew on and Paul on. So there's a little bit I'm more of not. <laughs> it, it, so there's a little bit more disagreement because like all three of us are agreeing on like everything. Like, Two all-stars, three and oh, Warriors. Not no, worried. I picked three all-stars. For oh, the yeah. Record, I picked three all-stars. Okay. But it was like a, a back way of picking that third all-star. You're like, <laughs> if he's a forward, which we know won't happen. And I'm going to congratulate the Suns for getting three All-Stars in. <laughs> That's the name of the podcast. Congratulations. Congratulations. <laughs> Suns lose, comma, congratulations, Warriors. <laughs> Love. DK. Now, here's another question I have Did for you. Did you like how I quick. titled the recap? Damon, uh, Damon Allred wrote our recap on Brightside, and I'm sure every single one of you guys read that. I did. Did you? No. Did you appreciate how? No, you didn't. Liar. <laughs> Suns relinquished Christmas Day in first place to Golden State. <laughs> <laughs> so real, gave, real quick Christmas question Day. for you, Dave, while I'm yes. here. So this podcast has a relationship with DraftKings, right? 
DraftKings. There yes. you go. Use, use the code. Those TBPN. listening to this will have already heard the little commercial that I'll be recording. Perfect. For this episode, yeah. So it's DraftKings and you're Dave King. Like, how have you not capitalized <laughs> that on that in any way, shape, or form? Like, it's literally like three letters off. DraftKings, yeah. Dave King. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, like, I'm not very creative with that. I haven't done anything with my last name. I could have been King Dave this whole time. And I haven't been. I could on have the been pod the with the crown this whole time. I could have had the crown. I could have had everything. I'm not very good at capitalizing. <laughs> I feel like that might have been difficult Dave. to get people to buy into, though. King Dave? Like, yeah. I, I, I'm just speaking from my own experience personally. I, 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 I feel like I would give you a lot of a lot of guff if you wanted to be called King Dave. Guff. <laughs> guff. He guff. knows from That's experience no because he used yeah. to be called Prince yes. Justin. In high school. And, you know, royalty Prince. just doesn't work. Look at King James. I mean, it's just everyone hates him for the self-proclaimed. Hey, Every time King you... James. Well, let's put this power ranking together. Central Justin, Sweet James, <laughs> King James. What's the power ranking on those three? Central Justin for the win. Obviously. I mean, there's, yes. if there's any if there's any doubt, then we're not friends. That's <laughs> we're Twitter acquaintances. Well, we've always been Twitter acquaintances and, and oh. business owners. <laughs> I never. Dave, Dave really cuts to the core when he when he's unhappy. It's yeah. It's, well, that, that, that's King Dave coming at you right King there. King Dave, King Dave you're, fights dirty. You're just merely a peazant. Peasant. peasant. <laughs> Voida and I talk too much. It's obvious, dude. Like way, way, way too too on the same page here. All right, Sorry, Dave. No, that's fine. That's fine. Um, but then the week much. after that, after Voida, after after it's after it's Lissy and Paul. By the way, then it, then I think we need a Dave uh, 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 Dan Duarte one on one episode. It. Yes, that's just one. That's what I that's what I want for Christmas, Dave. From you, Dave and Dan. Dave Dude, and Dan. We would rock just old. like just Dan we and Dave, rock. just like we you guys could you guys could we could make like old like decathlon like commercials yes. like the Dan and Dave in the like nineties. Remember those? Yeah, the from the Dave, you remember those. Yeah. <laughs> and then if like, I remember them, Dave, Dave remembers sucked. them. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I one of them didn't even make the Olympics. Yeah, one of them didn't make the Olympics. Yeah, it was this whole promotional thing uh, for for those of you who are under thirty five and you have no idea what we're talking about. <laughs> yeah, they had this whole promotional thing for these. They were trying to get everyone into the decathlon, and there were two guys. There was Dan and Dave, and they were showing them all these Nike commercials and everything. McDonald's, you know, it's like no, none of those guys are smashing on McDonald's, but there they are eating a cheeseburger. And one of the guys yeah. didn't even make the Olympics. I think it was actually Reebok that pushed them, and then what happened? Reebok go. since then has been. Yeah. <laughs> Back. I do remember that. All right, one night only, one show only. Yes, Coach Fallen Founder, King Dave versus Dan the Man. There you go. Let's go. Oh my God, that is the that is the ringing into 2022 that everybody in Suns Nation needs. 2021 <laughs> into 2022. Oh, into okay with the fireworks, and then we're calling the fireworks with show. This will be the first episode ever, uh, podcast ever, where "fuck that guy" was about the other co-host <laughs> on the show. Actually, I think I think I think that has happened on Fanning the Flames. To be fair, I think it, I think I think Paul has been the subject of it, whether whether by name or not. It's been it's been there. The substance wow. has been there. All right, man. We're teasing. It's all in love. It's all in love. Reality. We'll see, man. I'll baby Jesus. Him. I'll invite eight him. pound, three ounce I'll baby pull, Jesus. I'll put please. my hat in the ring. 
It's on. I'm texting. I'm I'm texting him as soon as we get off and letting him know. Well, why do you have to? Getting Is this commitment right now. Yes. Not, probably not. <laughs> He's sleeping in. It's the day after Christmas. Yeah, Dave. What kind of psychos are up right now talking about the Suns? <laughs> Just us psychos. <laughs> in the chat. Our kind. All of, of us. All, awesome. All tens of us in the chat. Yeah, at the moment. Yes. The real right, man, ones. I appreciate the real ones. everyone who did get on this chat today. You guys are the original Flaming Ballers. Thank you so much for being in the chat today. Thank you, Voida, for joining me. Thank you, so says Jay, for joining me. I appreciate you guys. This has been a great hour. It's been really fun, very therapeutic. Makes me feel great after a crappy Christmas. So thank you guys for making my day better. And to all you ballers out there, you guys have a great week. Hey, and big thanks to my co-host today. You got Darth Voida. You can find him at Darth Voida on Twitter. You can find his podcast with Matthew Lissy at Suns Jam on Twitter, as well as on your any of your podcast feeds. Just look for Suns Jam Session. You can find Justin, so says Jay, on Twitter, and his co-host Dervish of World and D Duarte eighty nine do the um, Fanning the Flames podcast, the OG of Suns podcast. You can find them on the Brightside Podcast Network, and you can find us at brightsideofthesun.com for all of our writing and podcasting. See y'all soon. Thank you.